at 7 o'clock and time for the Scots Whey Show.
and that was PhD and I Won't Let You Down with the unmistakable vocals of Brigton's very own Jim Diamond. And that reminds me of when we were young trying to get served in a pub, far too young I might add, and we were briskly thrown out because one of my pals asked for a Jim Diamond and Coke and once the barman had stopped laughing, we were told to leave Hello and welcome to the Scots Wahey Show with me, Ali Braidwood. Each week on the show, we bring you the very best Scottish music, both old, like that one from 1981, but mostly brand new. We also have all of our regular features. The artist of the week is Outblinker, and I'll be talking to Chris from the band, as well as playing the new single, Cold Star. The featured album is Favourite Shade by Fov, and I'll play a couple of tracks from it. Plus, we have book, TV, podcast, and gig suggestions for you to consider. That's all to come, but we'll begin the show properly with three of the very best new releases. And first of all, this is the latest from Disco Mary and Make It Real Good. Make it real good, make it, make it real good Make it feel right, like we know it should 
and the first of those three in a row was an absolute stomper from Disco Mary with Roisin McCartney on vocals and it was called Make It Real Good. Then you heard Jenny Sturgeon with Alice Allen and Grant Anderson and Beyond the You and I, which is from Wintergreen, a project featuring some of our favourite musicians. It's a gorgeous collection of songs and I'm sure you'll hear more on this show over the coming weeks. And just there, you heard Elephant in Red and Honey, which I absolutely love. Could be one of my tracks of the year, which I'm pondering at the moment. It's certainly in the mix. And Elephant in Red played a gig at the Rum Shack recently, along with Sulka and this next artist. And I'm gutted to miss that night. Anyway, this is Susan Bear and the latest single, It's You.
What a brilliant track that is. That is It's You by Susan Bear, and hopefully that's a precursor to a new album. Now it's time for our book recommendation for this week, and it is Eleanor Tom's Connective Tissue, which is out now, published by Taproot Press. Here's a bit from the back of the book to tell you what's going on. Southwest Scotland, 2010. Air traffic controller Helena's baby is born with unexplained paralysis. Faced with an unforgiving medical establishment, she turns to the Jewish grandmother she never knew, unfolding the past in search of answers. Berlin, 1937. Single mother and kitchen hand Dora struggles in a city growing increasingly hostile, with questions being asked of bloodlines and identity. Will she always be alone? And how long will she and her daughter be able to call this home? Based on extensive research into Eleanor Tom's lost family history, Connective Tissue is a story of migration, motherhood and our need to know the people and places that make us. And I've written a review of Connective Tissue for the latest Snack magazine and here's a little bit of it. Eleanor Tom's Connective Tissue begins as two stories across time, but they weave together to reveal an emotionally complex and compassionate whole, exploring just how deep family ties connect and affect us. It's literally a story from the cradle to the grave, and the manner in which it unfolds is exquisite. Ideally, you shouldn't notice how a tale is told, as doing so can take you out of the story. And I must emphasise, that doesn't happen as you read Connective Tissue. But upon reflection, you have to admire the craft and care with which Eleanor Tom entwines the narratives. It's intricate, but yet never intrusive. There is an honesty and directness in addressing what are extremely emotive and emotional subjects, which is rare. This may be the result of the true stories which form the basis of the book. Both Helena and Dora's lives feel utterly real, yet the fictional dimension allows a separation, informed speculation, an artistic licence which wouldn't sit well in memoir. Connective tissue is bursting with love across generations, looking back to better understand not only who you are, but who you wish to be. But there is also the fundamental, even existential, fear of loss and the dread of despair which many will recognise. Eleanor Tom makes you care deeply for Helena and Dora, but the connectivity of the book's title does not only apply to the central characters or even the real people who inspired them, but also that between the writer and readers. Few novels are so deeply and identifiably human. And that's just a bit from my review of Eleanor Tom's Connective Tissue, which is published by Taproot Press. And the review is in the latest Snack magazine, which you can pick up when you're out and about. Back to the new music. And this is the latest from Dutch Wine, and it's called Solstice. Yeah. 
to pretend When life comes round the bend Fear of insignificance
Well, the first of those two new releases was Solstice by Glaswegian three-piece Dutch Wine. Uh, Dutch Wine are Luke Grindel on drums and vocals, Calvin Smith, lead vocals and bass, and Christopher Devine, guitar and vocals. And just there, you heard the latest from Get Wrong, called Too Late to Hide Get Wrong, is the new project from Naomi Griffin of Martha and Adam Todd of The Spook School. And they've got a debut self-titled EP coming out on the 1st of December. And if you're wondering about the name, they say, taken from the North East English colloquialism for getting into trouble, the band name Get Wrong serves as a mission statement to encourage childlike naivety while questioning the status quo. Lots of great pop music out this week, and that's just another example of it. Now it's time for Ali's Comfort Break. That time in every show where I play you a track longer than those usually played on the radio. And this week it's the full 7 minutes and 19 seconds of the current single from Lost Map Presents Weird Wave. This is Big Jetty.
And that was Lost Mark Presents Weird Wave and Big Jetty. And it was Ali's Comfort Break for this week. Next is an artist who is new to me. This is Phoebe Hall and Codependent. So self-aware, I hyper-fixate on you. Pretend I'm fine, but you're ripping me in two. When you have full stone, you Obsessions one, I'm so confused. I talk to my therapist. I'm on the edge, but don't care about the mess. When I'm waiting for your call, I feel so numb. Only see you in my shirt. Obsessions one, you strip me back to basics. Then I forget names and faces. What you gotta look at me like that?
Now that was Katja Mansell and You Belong Here. And that is one of my favourite songs of the year. I just love it. And before that, you heard Phoebe Hall and Codependent. Phoebe Hall is originally from York uh, before she came up to study in Edinburgh. And that is a superb song. I'm going to be checking out more and most likely playing you more of Phoebe Hall very soon. Now it's time for our TV recommendation for this week. And it is an episode of The Culture Scene, a BBC Scotland short all about street photography in Govan Hill. Here's a bit more about it. We meet street photographer Simon Murphy as he takes the final images for his first major exhibition, an accompanying book publication. Govan Hill is Simon's long-term project documenting the people of this local area, which is truly international in its demographics and follows a strong humanistic tradition in documentary photography. With an estimated 88 languages spoken in the densely populated area, the neighbourhood is a melting pot of cultures and ethnicities. We follow Simon around Govan Hill with his medium format camera as he meets and captures some new faces as well as old friends. And I'm a big fan of Simon's work. It really seems to capture the soul of Govan Hill. If you head over to documentscotland.com, you can find out for yourself and see some of Simon's work. If you go to the portfolio section of documentscotland.com, you'll find it there. And Simon says about the project, it's about community and diversity. Govan Hill is not without its problems, but it's also a place where people come together and share culture and experience. The programme's called Street Photography in Govan Hill. It's part of BBC Scotland's The Culture Scene series of shorts and it's available on iPlayer at the moment. You're listening to The Scots We Hey Show with me, Ali Braidwood, and now it's time for our featured album of the week and this week it is Fov's Favourite Shade and from it, this is Blue Funk featuring Kitty.
And that was Blue Funk by Fov featuring Kitty. Kitty's just one of the great guests which are on the album I'll tell you about. The others later in the show when I play you another track from Favourite Shade, our featured album for this week. Next is a new single from a fairly new band. This is April 4 and Eden.
And that was April 4 and Eden. And April 4 are going to be on the show next week as Artist of the Week. Looking forward to talking to them about their music. And this week, the featured artist is Outblinker. In a moment, I'll be talking to Chris from the band after you've heard their new single. This is Outblinker featuring Aorta Rota and Cold Star.
And you've just heard Cold Star, the new single from Outblinker, and I'm delighted to be joined by Chris from Outblinker now. Hello, Chris. Hello, Alistair. How you doing? I'm really well, thanks. So what can you tell us about Cold Star? Cold Star began life uh, during lockdown. So we're, we're, we're an electronic rock band, but we're a, we're a live project. So the whole thing kind of came together just on the really simple premise that we were going to play electronic music, but we weren't going to use any laptops. And so that was all like drum kits, synthesizers, you know, some kind of retro gear and guitars and vocal sampling and stuff all done in real time. And that's still what we do. But then obviously during lockdown, I was actually living with uh, Luigi, who's the producer, and we were just sort of kicking about and stuck in the flat. And we started file swapping with David in particular, the other kind of core member of the group. And we were just throwing these ideas about. And, you know, so by the end of lockdown, we had about eight or nine tracks. And this was one of the ones that was really punchy and short and felt like there was something really accessible there. So we started kind of, we, we had a record that had got kind of trapped in time because of uh, because of COVID. Uh, but we started putting together this other collection as well. And so we were, while we were doing the finishing touches to the album, we were in a position to mess about with these songs. And we started inviting guest vocalists because... Outblinkers ostensibly uh, an instrumental band. We do have vocals, but it tends to be vocoder or sampled or distorted in some way that's unrecognisable. Um, and it was nice to just have the opportunity to get a singer involved. Iorta um, Rota, uh, Raquel Aragon, um, a Spanish musician who's based in Glasgow now, a friend of ours, and just uh, she's got so much charisma. And and I've just when I see her play, she does quite a PJ Harvey type thing. Right. And um, I just felt like she had a total Karen O performance on her, you know, and so we, we got together and she just, and she smashed it. Uh, she recorded the stuff herself, again, at distance, and then we edited it down into the mix. Um, and it just, yeah, it was a, it was an unusual way to go about writing songs for a band that's basically a, a live band. Um, yeah. But it produced these really interesting results. So we decided at the end of this year, We'll stick a couple of these kind of collaborative tracks out and then at the start of next year, we've got that uh, debut album proper coming out. Well, as you mentioned, uh, you've got other collaborations coming up. Can you talk about those at all? Or is it okay to do yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, we've worked with quite a few people. We've got Kim Grant and Siobhan Wilson on our album, um, both kind of like female soloists. Siobhan <laughs> tends to do folkier stuff. Um, Kim does like kind of indie singer-songwriter things. Uh, we've got Sean Leonard as well, uh, Beautiful falsetto singer, um, male pop star uh, in the making from Scotland. Um, yeah, just just various people chipping in. Um, there's a couple that are still sitting waiting on their finding their other half. Do you know what I mean? Their, their right, songs okay. are kind of pretty far down the road, but we're trying. We're still waiting for that person to kind of show themselves that will really finish them off. But it's been a really fun way to make a record. It really has. Like we tend to approach things quite conceptually, anyway. You know, just this record is such and such approach, this record is such and such. So once this first album is done, I think I can see us bringing together a full collection of these collaborations because it's been a really fun thing to do. It also makes me feel quite young because that seems to be the thing you do now, right? Is that you do, <laughs> you know, a song by featuring X, Y and Z people. So, yeah, very contemporary. Siobhan Wilson's an interesting choice because although you say she's got a more folky style, she has got some darker tracks Absolutely, yeah. She's very ethereal in the way yeah. that she performs. And I, I, again, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Siobhan's and she's a good friend of the band as well. And so it was just, there were a couple of bits there where we were just like, this is crying out for that kind of haunting vocal. Yeah. Especially because she's so she's so in control of her own voice. I mean, 
I can sing, but I'm not really in control of it. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> driving, trying to stay on the road. Whereas Siobhan is just so absolutely, completely in control of her voice that you can you can set her a challenge and she just, yeah, she she smashes it. So just so I'm clear, you've got this album that you're working towards, but that's not the collaborative stuff. That's a separate thing. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bit confusing, but it's just as a result of lockdown, really. We were yeah. about to go on a full European tour and launch uh-huh. our album. Uh, two weeks before lockdown kicked in and it knocked the entire thing off schedule and what actually happened was as I'm sure we're, you know we, we will not be the only ones our drummer at the time he was a teacher and life just became so uncertain that he basically had to stop touring because yeah. he had to move he had to basically reskill and then focus on his income so we ended up losing a lot of momentum because of COVID mm-hmm. and we, but we wanted to make sure that we used the time while we were building the band back up getting the touring lineup sorted again we wanted to use that time, which is where these songs came from, us staying productive within that moment. And now that we're ready to release the album proper, as in the core album band, we just have these other, maybe like I said, maybe eight or nine songs just kicking about. So I can see us at the far end of the record, bringing them all together for another collection of, of singles. Um, but the record in itself is something we've been working on for about four or five years now because, yeah. of, the, because of life getting in the way. Um, but I, I am very, very, very much looking forward to playing both the record live and then learning to adapt these songs into the live set as well. You could support yourself. You could have. <laughs> <laughs> we could, we could do it. I remember going to see the Smashing Pumpkins years ago, and they had their set divided into like uh, two different kind of approaches to the band. We could do that. Yeah, different costume change halfway. But in all seriousness, it could that could what was clearly a negative could become a positive because. You've got these songs that you're desperate to go and play live, and but you've got this little project—not little project, but this sizable project with other people as well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the circumstances were unpredictable, but you know, we're in that position where a lot of bands will drop a record and then struggle to put together stuff quick enough back after it. And we, yeah. we're, we're already in a position where we're like, "Come on, hurry up! We're going to the second one." <laughs> so tell us a bit about Outblinker and how how you kind of started, how it came about. Uh, it was the result of like the smashing together of a number of groups in Glasgow. I was in a band called Dead and American. I was also in a band called Hey Enemy with David Warner. Uh, there were two brothers, the Costello brothers, who were um, called Young Philadelphia at the time. One of them, I think, is now better known as Graham Costello of Strata. Mm-hmm. Astonishing, astonishing jazz musician. Absolutely, Absolutely. brilliant drummer, uh, multi-instrumental uh, performer and writer. Um, so Graham's a drummer on our album. Um, Graham's not the live touring drummer, though. He's just far, far too busy. So Graham did the recording with his, we now play with Fraser McPhail uh, as a live drummer, also of a successful band, Coffin Mulch, um, a kind of death metal band who are doing really, really well just now. Ross Prentice is in the band now of Dear Leader. We've, we've had a lot of, it, it's the result, it's a musician's band, if you know what I mean. It's people yes. wanting to work together. Um, and as I say, the only remit in the start was that we loved going to see electronic music, but we loved seeing electronic music that was fully played. That sense of danger. You know, when you've got a backing track, I mean, okay, you could pull the plug out of the computer, but uh, short of that, you know, there's not much chance for things to go off the rails. Whereas with a, a live band, it's very easy, you know, for a guitar string to break or, a, a, a you know, a drum a skin to break. You know, we wanted that dangerous element, but within the genre of electronica. So we, we, we just basically set ourselves a challenge of playing electronic music live with all that energy, with all that visual movement that you get from like an indie rock band. Um, it, I will be honest, in hindsight, 
there's easier tasks you could set yourself because <laughs> carting all these sent carting all these synths about and all the pedal boards about in around Europe has not been the easiest of things. But um it, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's, a, it's a big challenge and it grew arms and legs. People wanted to get involved, people really liked the concept behind it. And as I say, because it was instrumental, there was always people coming forth with ideas and yeah, it's been, it's been a completely different approach to being in a band from what I think any of us were used to. And it's been really productive. And I think from uh, someone who goes to gigs, most people want to see people playing live and playing instruments live. I had, there was a time where there was a lot of seeing someone on stage with a laptop mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of going, okay, the music's great, but you know, what are we watching here? I think people really do want to that that danger, as you say, that something someone could fall off the stage or whatever might be the case. Yeah, it, it was exactly that. It was the thrill of live music being genuinely on that knife edge of you know the performance is up and it's running and you can't stop, you know. And it's just I I really enjoy that. I get there's there's a real buzz from the danger of that and uh, I, and it was stretching out our abilities. I'll be honest. I mean, some of the guys in the band, the likes of Graham and the likes of Luigi were phenomenal musicians. But for people like me who grew up playing kind of punk and post-punk and hardcore, we had to really test ourselves to get up to the technical level to do that. So that challenge was nice as well. We had uh, Gain Costello on the show with Cahill and Costello. His, uh, yes, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, he's his yeah. Exactly. Uh, but they were saying how really they wanted every performance to be different every time. You know, that nothing would be, if you came to see them two nights in a row, there would be differences there. And that sounds like what you're talking about. Absolutely, yeah. Kevin's a lovely guy as well. I'm going to see him in a, about a week's time in London for a drink. So, great I will do, I will do. Um, and I'm interested by the sound. It's particularly on this, uh, the on Cold Star, because it's got, I mean, I started looking back at my old 80s goth records almost, you know, Sisters of Mercy, Bauhaus, yeah. Uh, kind of heavier Depeche Mode, that kind of thing. Is that a fair kind of range yes. of influences? Absolutely. I mean, for a, for a number of years now, Outblinker's been working with Benjamin Power, who uh, performs as Blank Mass, and he's he, he's yeah. one half yeah. of the band F Buttons, which I'll, I'll yeah. keep family yeah. friendly for. The, <laughs> um, but uh, so Ben and his love of retro synth stuff really had a kind of there was a feedback loop of influence on us there. And so we started digging into that. Luigi's a huge Depeche Mode fan. Uh, David is a huge fan of a, a lot of kind of 80s dark electronica. Um, and I think we just started trying to combine that, but with the melody of some of the band. I mean, I, I love I love LaRue. You know, I love this kind of like weird bedroom synth stuff. Yeah. And it was just trying to find a happy ground somewhere in there. As I mentioned, yeah, yeah, yes. I think some of their later stuff when it got... Cynthia really nailed some of the spirit of that 80s music and you mentioned Susie and the Banshees and so yeah there was honestly it was just to get something that you could dance to but that wouldn't be sickly sweet or overly processed because I think there is a danger with a lot of pop music now that it's it's almost hard to evolve it being overproduced and it's 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 you know it's maybe like eating Pringles or something that's too easy you know whereas we wanted to make something that was poppy but it was a little bit difficult you know, so it's still a little bit too dark for some people. It's still not quite slick enough for some people. And I think for me, that gives it a bit of longevity because there's a little bit of chewing in it, and it's it's a hard formula to nail. I, I, I'm really I'm really happy with this particular track in that sense. I think it got that balance, the the, the sweet and the sour, and all that stuff quite nicely. 
And you, you, you talked a lot about the importance of playing live, which is interesting because when I first heard it, I thought this is a song kind of demanding to be played live. You can imagine, I'm presuming you play loud. Would that be fair? It's very fair to say we're a loud band. We are, we are a loud band, yes. Because uh, that's what I, I, I really, it made me want to see it and hear it and almost kind of feel it, you know, physically feel it when you're hearing that. You think, I can imagine this. A spinal tap, say, turned up to eleven. You know, you could imagine that kind of thing. Right, one of one of the things that probably makes our band a wee bit unusual. We haven't we haven't actually played an awful lot in the UK. Because I'll be totally honest, right. we tend to skip it and go straight to Europe. And there's since we started, there's been more of a scene for what we're doing there. I think because the European underground, particularly in France and Italy and the north of Spain, is very into bands that are messing with the formula. They're very willing to go with you on a little journey. They don't so much want you to fit into boxes or you're an indie rock band, you're an electro, but they're quite happy to kind of straddle things. Right. But as a result of doing those tours, we play in the most unorthodox of venues. You know, we'll play in squats, we'll play in converted slaughterhouses, we'll play uh, outdoors, we'll play, I mean, just all kinds of weird rooms. And so our entire live setup had to be very adaptable, you know, because, I mean, there are multiple shows on a tour where we'd end up doing our own sound. I mean, that's what the European squat scene's like. You go and right, play, right. A, you know, a, a social collective and 200 people turn up, but you're you're basically playing a punk venue, but you're playing it with electronic instruments. So the, the music just naturally gravitated towards being quite loud and quite confrontational, you know, and allowing us that dynamic. Songs that drop right down, but then explode. And I think, I mean, let's be honest, bands like Mogwai are very famous for that. I mean, Mogwai on record were an instrumental band, but they were fiercely loud live. Yeah. And yeah. and that that dynamic power, I think, is something that we really wanted to capture. I certainly don't want to emulate musically too many bands like post-rock bands, Mogwai and stuff like that, as much as I like them. But I did want to emulate that sense of dynamism when you go and see them and you feel it, as you say, you really feel impacted by the music instead of just hearing it above your head, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And do you think that's interesting that you've kind of found you're uh, playing live more in Europe? Do you think in this country there's more of a look to kind of categorise and there's not that fluidity between lineups and things like that? It might be too curmudgeonly because, I mean, it doesn't really get you anywhere and there's loads of great promoters and loads of great yeah. venues in, in the UK, but it's not quite the same as Europe. I mean... I think it's harder, for example, to make a living at a certain level in the UK touring. Mm -hmm. So first of all, that dictates where you're going to go. We, we, will, we will find it much easier to pay the bills from touring in Europe than we will in our own country, sadly. Um, and part of that also comes from the fact that in, you know, if you travel to the middle of nowhere in France, people are just so grateful that a band has made that trip that they will come out in droves and watch it and try to understand it. I think the flip is if we go and play a show in London, and we've we've had nice days in London, but they're probably in the minority of the shows we've done in London. There's more of a sense of you're trying to persuade the audience to go and you're trying to persuade yeah. the audience to like it. And it, it feels a lot more one directional, that transaction. And I, so I think something about European audiences, something about not feeling like they're the centre of the world, something about the fact that a lot of them are community-based venues and therefore they feel invested and supporting their local venue and just going along to see what's on. You just, it's its a very warm welcome. And also the treatment in Europe is fantastic. I think uh, it's, 
again, I, I'm not the first to say it, that the treatment of lower level bands in the UK is not great. You know, yeah. you don't, often don't get fed, often don't have basic costs covered and things like that. Europe tends to, I'm generalising, but yeah, in my sure. experience, it tends to be a bit more considerate of what the, the musicians are doing to try and make it happen. So when's the album due out next year? The, the album is due out on March the 29th. What's the plan after that? Are you have you got that tour that you had to abandon way way back? Is that kind of almost there? Yes, we're we're working with a French and an Italian and a British label, so we're doing a few weeks uh, for that, and then that's prior to the summer. And then the various guys in the band have got some other commitments, and then we'll also be going back out again at the end of the summer to do some festival stuff in Europe. Um, we will do some UK stuff in the meantime, but we'll probably do that on a more limited basis because, as I said, I'm afraid. It just isn't quite as it, the time isn't just as well spent here. We try to maximise the time over there and just pick out particularly good places here. You know, the likes of obviously Glasgow, Dundee, love those cities to play in. Had a good time in Edinburgh, but then going down to Bristol is a great place to play. Yeah, Leeds, sure. Brighton, you know those kind of places. But in terms of trolling up and down the M6, no, um, not going to spend weeks doing that. I'd much rather be driving through the the fields of the west coast of France. You know. <laughs> interesting though those those cities that you've mentioned have a kind of history of, of industrial uh not just industrial music but industrial work as well that, that you know they often the two go hand in hand they're also that yeah there are certain hot spots for especially the underground scenes in the uk well when you do have dates or when you have news let us know and we can tell the listeners all about it It'd be a pleasure well chris thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me and all the best with cold star thank you very much And this is Outblinker and Kurt Godel.
and that was the epic Kurt Goodell by Outblinker. Don't you agree that that would be amazing live? That's what it sounds like to me. Thanks again to Chris for taking the time to have a chat. And I should say Cold Star, the new single, will be out on November the 16th, available in all the usual places, both streaming and available to buy from Bandcamp. This is the Scots Way Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood. And next is a new single from a former artist of the week. This is Callum Baird and Sundays in Berlin. Streets I've walked before I can feel the touch of people Who aren't here anymore Now I'm starting to wonder If I'll leave any echoes behind What threads from my world Will last for you to find Passing me by That thought flies out my mind As a stolper sky catches my eye I'm thinking of anti-fascists And the monuments that remain I want to walk in their footsteps Need to map out the terrain Do I have historic purpose? Is that sort of thing in my hands? Is it better to float around? Or easier to make plans? What hope the city and its people for that matter? Trying to pin down the conversation By tuning out all the chatter On streets I've walked before I can feel the touch of people Who aren't here anymore Now I'm starting to wonder If I'll leave any echoes behind What threads from my world Will last you to find
And that was the latest single from singer-songwriter Callum Baird called Sundays in Berlin. And Callum himself says one influence behind the song comes from the ideas and work of Cuban artist Luis Camejo. Luis's work focuses on the city as a concept and looks at the human relationship with the city. Always good to have new music from Callum. Now it's time for our podcast suggestion for this week. And it is a bit of self-promotion. I hope you'll forgive it because it's the latest Scots We Hey podcast which came out earlier this week. Here's a bit more about it. For the latest Scott Swahey podcast, I spoke to writers David Manderson and Ricky Monaghan-Brown to talk about the late, great Callum McDougall and his wonderful memoir, Already Too Late, A Boyhood Memoir, published by Lewis Press, and which I spoke about in a previous show. Both men talk about their relationship and friendship with Carl and how he inspired, supported and encouraged not just them, but most people he met before setting out just a few of his achievements as a writer, educator, journalist, critic, television presenter, president of Scottish Pen and much more. The discussion then moves to the memoir itself, which is an exemplary example of the form and how it explains and gives clues to the man Carl McDougall would become. It was a joyous conversation to be part of, one which celebrated and remembered a man who was central to Scottish literature and culture more widely. If you knew Carl and his incredible work, then I hope you can enjoy these stories and memories and ponder your own. If you aren't yet familiar, then I hope this will inspire you to investigate for yourselves. Now, you can get the Scots Way podcast wherever you get your podcast from. I highly recommend you subscribing, but I also recommend you heading over to scotswayhey.com where you will find the podcast in all its forms, but you'll also find some more information and other interesting links to the work and life of Carl McDougall. But enough about Scots We Hey. Next is a new release from the dazed digital age, and this is Fragmented in Time. I'm only part of space and time. It elevates my mind. Oh, I can't deny. All I ever do is reminisce on that time It elevates my mind, oh I can't deny It's no surprise that life's fleeting by Animation in time, animation in time It's no surprise that life's fleeting by Animation in time, animation in time I'm on the Surprise the last week to buy 
And you heard the dazed digital age and fragmented in time. And the dazed digital age say that they were born amidst the early morning hours of ill-fated parties. The birth project of electronic producer Martin Gowans and Gogo Macero with recent addition Alastair Duncan. And just there you heard Erin Ponsonby and Dove and I discovered Erin on Ros Barclay's Cam Glen radio show which is on every Sunday at 12 noon and I highly recommend it and Dove, the song, is taken from the short film of the same name which I'm going to investigate further. Now we return to our featured album for this week which is Fov's Favourite Shade and from it, this is Maroon.
and that was Fov and Maroon taken from our featured album for this week which is Favourite Shade and it's such a great record and as well as Kitty who was on the first track we played earlier in the show others who appear on the album include The Vegan Leather, Snack Villain, Honeymoon among others the album's called Favourite Shade, it's by Fov and it is our featured album for this week And now it's time for our pick of the gigs for the coming week. And on Tuesday the 14th of November, Anna Layden and Myers Radio Orchestra will be supporting Claire Sands at the Hug and Pint in Glasgow. Former Artist of the Week, Natty, is on a short tour on Wednesday the 15th. She'll be at Tollbooth in Stirling, which is a cracking venue. On Thursday the 16th, she'll be at Mac Arts Centre in Galish Hills. Friday the 17th, she'll be in the Tunnels in Aberdeen. And on Saturday the 18th, she'll be in Dundee at Beat Generator. Finlay Napier is at the CCA on Thursday the 16th, supported by the excellent Mima Mero. And if you're going along to that, I will see you there. Also on the 16th, Ewan McFarlane is at the Voodoo Rooms in Edinburgh. And on Saturday the 18th, Ewan will be at Drygate in Glasgow's East End. And finally, we played a track from the album Wintergreen earlier in the show, which features Jenny Sturgeon. And Jenny will be doing a few dates in November in this week. On the 15th, she's at Bankery at the Barn Arts Centre. On the 16th, she's down in Kendall at the Mountain Festival Brewery Arts Centre. 17, she's at Glen Bucket at the Village Hall. On the 18th, she'll be at the Resilus Hall on the Black Isle. And on the 19th, a week tonight, she'll be at the Dundragon Rewilding Centre on the Dundragon Estate. And that's our pick of the gigs for the week ahead. It's nearly the end of the show, but I'm going to fit in one more new release before we have to say cheerio. This is the new single from James Michael Rogers. And it's called Borderline. Well, I washed up on the borderline. We so floats and the water tastes like wine. And your soul grabs at your very mind. Time escapes itself now Well there is a space where an energy flows It's in your gut and in the times of old Well you never know unless you've been there before And if it don't ache then you'll never break free From the ball the borderline Well, so coach is a town Living on its very edge Well, beauty came there and it bowed its pretty head The 57 men are almost dead Well, I saw God fishing down
says she's got a cocktail full of drugs. Said she wants company in a house full of love. Well, try imagining a five-day stare. So far gone, but she keeps raging on. Well, Dean spent three months in a government-sanctioned cage. Sometimes I think he's too pure for the seat. Well, bipolar is just another word for strong, I said. Well, all you gotta do is keep on keeping on. I don't know if we'll see it again, but I find a space near the lake for my brain. I push the fire just how far I can tell. Well, I guess I just find the light and share it with my friend. And that was James Michael Rogers and Borderline, which James describes as a modern folk anthem that speaks to the struggles and triumphs of those battling mental illness and seeking healing in the midst of life's trials. The powerful song is an ode to the resilience of the human spirit and the profound connection that can be found even in the darkest moments. And it's a powerful song with powerful sentiment behind it. And I'm afraid that's all for another week. This has been the Scots We Hay Show and I've been Ali Braidwood and I hope you've found something to investigate further. If you missed any of the show or would like to listen again, go to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again or you can head over to scotswehay.com where all the old shows are waiting for you. Next on Cam Glen is The Spangled Show with Paul Puppet, but I hope we can all meet here same time next Sunday and do it all over again. I'm going to leave you with a track from the brilliant miniature dinosaurs. This is FLY. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon.
an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. LD Let's Talk are running a suicide awareness campaign group. During tough times, they are here to help and talk if you feel you need it. You can find LD Let's Talk on Facebook and Twitter. 
Leap is holding a fun and friendly group for older people in Cambuslang and Rutherglen to come together and share memories of growing up in the 1940s, 50s and 60s. What games did you play as a kid and what mischief did you get up to? The group meets every Thursday from 1 to 2pm in the Rutherglen and Cambuslang Housing Association based on Hamilton Road in Cambuslang. To register, call 0141 641 5169. And finally, Spring Hall and Whatsaburn Youth Development Team's free football nights have kicked off again. They're on every Thursday night from 7 to 8.30pm at Whitleyburn Community Resource Centre. It's free to join and aimed at young people aged 11+. plus. I'm David Cuthbertson and that's your community announcements on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Canvas Lang, let us know. Email whatson at camglenradio.org or for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local. We never actually talked about how we were going to do this. 